Hello, and welcome back to Beltway Banthas, How the Force Can Fix the World, Reflections on Life, Liberty, and Happiness from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. I'm still your host, Stephen Kent, and this is a reflection on Star Wars and the good life that I hope will help you find some balance today in a chaotic world. Like a lot of Star Wars fans, the messages and wisdom of these movies and its characters rattle around in my brain every day, finding relevance and connection in the weirdest of circumstances. And today, I found myself on defense in a place that you might 100% expect. And yes, it's Twitter. Imagine that. The perceived offense isn't really the point of this podcast today, so if you want the full context, you can look up my perhaps overly blunt commentary on Aaron Sorkin's new film, Being the Ricardos. Social media is really a strange thing. The incentives and the impulses it elicits from us when we're surfing it, almost looking for something to unload on, something to hit or knock down. You know what I'm talking about. I wasn't feeling so chipper, and so I did just that. I called an idea nonsense and logged off to go cook dinner. It's like a man shouting at the clouds, but you do it in print. And sometimes the clouds might actually shout back. Now, the point isn't the tweet. It's the lesson. So I'll get right to the point. My tone and obtuseness was off-putting to some. Maybe you've experienced that, and it was disappointing to others. Upon seeing that, I did feel kind of bad, and I talked to those folks, but more importantly, I looked back on my tweets for the past couple of days, and all in all, I really didn't like what I saw. Obtuseness and some anger is what was sticking out to me. A commenter and friend pointed out that I came across as pretty devoid of empathy. Now, how could that be? I just wrote a whole book that you probably read called How the Force Can Fix the World, where chapter two is all about empathy and how to build it. I zeroed in in there on a somewhat simple quote from Qui-Gon Jinn in The Phantom Menace that goes, keep your concentration here and now where it belongs. Why? Why is that important? And what does, this have, what does it have to do with empathy? Everything, actually, because our go, go, go culture of notifications, emails, texts, and material gain is a nonstop stimulus roller coaster for which there is hardly ever a reprieve. As such, your mind is always, almost always on the last text that you sent, how that tweet of yours from an hour ago is being received, or the bills that you have to pay when you get paid next. I want to read a passage from the book for you, because it speaks to exactly what we're talking about here. There's no doubt that work and the constant pursuit of financial gain dampen empathy over time. The reason is not that complex. Humans' most basic instinct is to seek security and money, and the bank, that equals security. While the average American lives a comfortable life in comparison to people in other parts of the world, Thanks to cheap, cheap consumer goods and a market that thrives on competition, 70% of Americans don't have more than $1,000 in savings. Living like that makes every cough your child or spouse gets feel more like an existential crisis than perhaps just a common cold. What if, you're always thinking, it could be something else, it could be something awful. Your mind wanders to the bank account, and then you realize just how vulnerable your situation is. And it takes a particularly empathetic person to head to the soup kitchen the next morning 
instead of heading straight to work to log extra hours to make some more money. Do you get what I'm saying here about that empathy problem? It struck me as I was driving this afternoon, after reading the tweet from a friend about my lapse in empathy, why have I been acting this way the past couple of days? Now, it's not an excuse, but I did kind of have an aha or duh moment, and it's that I just lost my job this week. The first time it has ever happened to me. I have never been unemployed. Every job I've ever had transitioned neatly to the next one, and I have never found myself in the position of wondering, gee, how am I going to pay the mortgage next week? Which I do have to do. And it has been a restless week of sleepless nights, and I am really tired. It's quite easy to talk a big game about patience, empathy, and being still when you've kind of got everything going good for you. But it's an entirely different thing when you finally get tested to be still yourself and things are kind of in chaos. Now there's two lessons here. The first is in the stoic calm of Qui-Gon Jinn. Even in his last moments as he meditated between the energy shields while Darth Maul stalked him anxiously, completely out for blood. Even as Obi-Wan waited behind him, overly eager to fight and frightened for his master, Qui-Gon focused on his breath. You should think about things that anger you the same way that Qui-Gon Jinn thought of Maul on the other side of that shield. They're out to get you, and the best thing for you to do is take a moment and breathe. It might not be to look for things that might incite your worst reactions. The second is to remember that every person that you engage with is fighting an invisible war. Robin Williams once said, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. Even, I'd argue, if that person is being unkind or obtuse, a little bit like me. It's the lesson every hero of Star Wars must learn fighting a masked and frightening enemy, that there's a person underneath that mask and behind that Twitter avatar and they might just be feeling hurt and afraid. And could you possibly help them? That's all for today. Now, to close, Beltway Banthas has been running since about 2016. It's a long time. We've been offering opinion, debate, conversation, and more on the politics of Star Wars consistently for four or more years. We have gone through many phases and transitions as a show. And I want to take you on another one, a new chapter. I'm really enjoying doing these reflections, this kind of podcast. The last four episodes in your feed are me working out in real time what Star Wars is telling us about how we should live and interact with the real world. And I really want to do more of it. I think it's what writing How the Force Can Fix the World has called me to do. We love Star Wars, and it helps us be our best selves. Tell me what you think about this at beltwaybanthas at gmail.com. That's beltwaybanthas at gmail.com. And tell me if you would like to see more of this kind of content going forward. Because I am listening right now, and I have some ideas on what comes next. It might be rebranding this show and going forward in the same podcast feed, or launching an entirely new show on a new feed. And I'd love to know what you think. Thank you for listening. 
You can tweet me at Stephen underscore Kent 89 and subscribe to my newsletter at politicizeme.substack.com. May the force be with you always.